Well, I'm not running to the chopper. I'm listening to Sean Geek Podcast on SeanMcKinsey.ca. Do it now! Actually comes up pretty decent. Oh, it just told me that's recording yeah. in progress. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's the, uh... We're going to keep it in one of these days. We usually take it out, but it might keep it in. <laughs> so, w- welcome all. This is the Sean Geek and Fast Ret podcast. Hello. And uh, hello. And this week we are bringing in Danny again. That's our cousin who's a mu- musician and l- luthier. Not Luther, Luthier. Not, not Lutheran. Not Lutheran. <laughs> I've gotten mistaken. that before. I've Have you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like a business card? Oh, you're Lutheran. Oh, you advertise? It's <laughs> like Jehovah's Witnesses. They have their own cards now? <laughs> they might. They might. Uh, uh, so Danny's been on the show before. You can go back and listen to the episodes. I'll put links to the episodes he's been on before. But Danny is... A hardcore Kiss fan, I think that's safe to say. I think you might know as much as I do about Kiss. You probably know more than I do about Kiss. So today on our episode, we brought Danny in to do something kind of fun. And if Shout It Out Loudcast is listening, you can steal our idea if you want. That is totally fine. So the idea is there's... We're going to call this the shit list, I guess. That'll be the the title for the episode, but (laughs) there is a shit song on every single Kiss album. And on some Kiss albums, there's more than one. And for a hardcore fan, I think we like like the deep tracks. We still enjoy the deep tracks, but there's always a Kiss song on every album that we'll just skip. We just can't stand it. Just grates on our nerves. As a true Kiss fan, you should never skip a track on an album, but it does happen. And we're going to uncover today the skip songs that make the shit list. I'm going to write that down. That's a good title. The skip yeah, song. Is. That's the sheet. <laughs> so we're, we're, we don't know how we're doing this exactly, but we're going to start with album number one of Kiss and work our way up. We're going to avoid the live albums because, I mean, the live albums are awesome. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, 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 to be honest with you, there's uh, some of the live, like I have a couple uh, on my list that to me, the live versions were better. So the Only live a version, couple. <laughs> well, I don't want to yeah. do my whole thing. Okay. Right here. <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh, okay. But, good. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, absolutely. The live albums are great. Uh, and uh, anyway, I just want to throw that in. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's good. That's uh, a nice teaser. So I've, I've, you're a, a Apple person where I'm a, a YouTube person or Google person. So I have the subscription to Google music, which is called YouTube right. music. And um, I do own all the kiss CDs. I think you probably own the physical kiss CDs. At this yes, point. absolutely. Uh, no. I have all the, all the makeup albums uh, on vinyl too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now Todd, Todd is not the kiss fan. Do you own a kiss CD? I think I own Dress to Kill. Uh, this would be a cassette. And this was one that uh, you were getting rid of your, your stuff. And I think uh, I have that cassette. 
but uh, <laughs> other than that, no, I didn't. Um, Great set to have. I never, That's... I never did. I never did collect those. Was that not our number one the last time you were on? Wasn't that, didn't we yeah. vote that as the best Kiss album? I, uh, no, I think Kiss Kiss, the original was voted just. Was it? I think so. I yeah. don't know. It was in the top three for sure. It was top three for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 For I, sure. I love the Alive albums. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Ones. Well, wow. those are, yeah. Killer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think we might have told the story before, but I, I think my introduction was Alive 2 at her cousin Randy's house. Yeah. Because he had the album, he had the vinyl. And, you know, you look at the album and like, who are these? crazy superheroes <laughs> where you look in the back and there's just just massive amounts of people in the arena yeah and then people dressed up you know as kiss the, the kiss army i guess they, they used to call it <laughs> yeah, yeah still, or army, still yeah. call it still is yeah um was was alive alive too wasn't your first live album that you heard right was it the first alive uh it was heard? the first live album i bought and it was one of the first uh uh albums i bought actually anyway uh because um I figured, well, I, I may as well, I, like I bought smashes, thrashes and hits or trashes <laughs> and hits, whatever it is, because it was the greatest hits and it had all the songs. Sure. I got introduced to Kiss very quickly through Kiss Exposed. I was like, ah. grade six, grade seven, aside from watching I Love It Loud at your house when I was, when, it, when, I, when I was, uh, on I much know, music, probably six or whatever. And you scared yeah. the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> but the eyes, the eyes are closing her painted. Oh, the, the wall split, the phone melting. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Kid, that's like, I was it watching the Island in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, so, so I watched Kiss Exposed and the non makeup stuff didn't really appeal to me, but, all the makeup stuff really did. Yeah. But I really believe that the whole, uh, uh, like kiss exposed is, is a setup Todd. So like they make themselves seem like they're even, they weren't very big in the eighties. They kind of hit a really bad slump at this point, yeah. but they make right. it seem like they're still on top. And I totally bought into it. I thought they were still, you know, huge. And I really loved all the makeup stuff. So I went and bought smashes, trashes and hits. It had a lot of the stuff that was on there mm -hmm. and I bought Alive too because it had a lot of the other stuff. I didn't know, you know, what, what era of Kiss I was into yet. So, yeah. uh, so those would be my first two for sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, uh, I saw the Halloween too, special. The Paul, oh, in, the Paul Lynn. Elvira, was it El, yeah. Paul Lynn and Elvira or something? Yeah. 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 yeah I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I was, I was, I was probably nine or ten myself was that was that? probably yeah. what was that 76 77 well it's for rock and roll over so it'd be, it was okay yeah so 77 i don't know how many times i've watched that thing well too many times yeah and then just this week uh the shout out outcast shared that elder thing and i'm like what the fuck is this yeah i said that before holy shit was that cool yeah Isn't that, that was cool? a link that you showed yeah I, li I listened to it and I was like, you know what? I, and I don't know. And I read the comments and, and everybody had positive comments. And when I listened to it, I went, my God, Paul is like either he doesn't have enough compression or something in his mic or like he, he's he's singing, but half of his voice isn't projecting. Yeah. And, this, and the song itself was like, well, it's a, you know, it's a it's a rocking song. But I, I didn't think that was one of the well, mind you, I'd never heard it before. So it was like, uh, I'd probably have to listen to it a few times for it to grow on me. Well, you're, you're picking uh, like that, that's from, uh, from, from the elder. So that's like the album that not being a kiss fan. If you listen to you, you'd be like, who are these guys? Who gave yeah. them a record deal? Like, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Myself, no, I, but... oh, I love it. I, you know what? I listened to it three times this week. 
Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, because I watched that clip and I'm like, I don't remember the oath being this good. So I yeah. went back and I listened to the album. And other than uh, there's a few stinkers on there, sure. Yeah. But like the Gene songs are really good on that album. Gene songs are great. The Ace tunes are all killer. Oh. Uh, he did them all from his house. Yep. Uh, and then mailed them into Toronto. Um, Bob Ezrin and- actually went to his home and he plays bass on Escape from the Island. Yeah. And that's Bob Ezrin, like the producer, Todd. Eric mm-hmm. Carr and Ace were they jammed. That was a jam song. I actually played that at, uh, at, at Guitar Wars uh, in high what? school because <laughs> we weren't allowed to play because it was a French school and our teacher was so uh, uh, controlling. She, we weren't allowed to uh, we weren't allowed to play English music like we play English music, but you couldn't have any English lyrics. English, yeah, sure. OK. Yeah, we so, did that. Uh, no, no my Spanish was okay, and uh, German would have been fine, but no English, <laughs> you know. Um, so anyway, so oh, it always had to be instrumental stuff. So I always loved that track. I could do the solo, so it was perfect. So, uh, <sighs> so I threw that in there, yeah. Oh, man, that's uh, awesome. But uh, one thing, uh, quick side note on The Elder, though, one, one good thing about it is that uh, it's very obvious the few tunes that Ace plays solos on. Oh, God, Ace yeah. Tunes, obviously. Uh, but a lot of the other stuff's all Paul playing lead. He plays yeah. quite a bit of guitar on that record. And oh, it's yeah, actually, he does. So, solos are tasty. Like well, it. the solo he did on uh, World Without Heroes and that live yeah. performance, that was good. Yeah. That was really good. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, you're a good blues guy. Oh, yeah. No, the, yeah. the solo on the uh, yeah, same one on the, on the album. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I actually cool. did. A, I actually made a, a, a comic book called The Elder. I have it oh, no somewhere way. in a bin. Yeah, I, I, I did two. I was trying to do my, my plan was to do a kiss comic for each album and tell a story about the album based on the song titles. So I did one for the elder and I did, I started, I don't know if I finished them. I'd have to go look, but I did one for the elder and one for creatures of the night, which I mean, they're both obvious comic books, right? Like yeah, yeah. everything about it. And I had invented this creature called the war machine. He was this evil creature and uh, Mr. Blackwell was with the villain <laughs> and he was this mage. Who cast all this magic and shit and uh, i love uh, mr blackwell man i was listening oh, yeah. to that today like jesus this is fucking cool oh yeah i and i'll do it like on at sound check too so i'll have like uh i'll have like if i have the bass with like the, the that, that amount of distortion on like for the solo let's say <laughs> and i'll throw the delay pedal on exactly I'll really like yeah, are you serious and, uh, oh man and everyone looks around because everyone like in the band everyone knows what it is right so it always, yeah but it always in the audience they don't and they're like what is this no, I'm talking sound check here. No, I would never yeah, yeah. do that during the show. Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine doing music from the eldest start to back? Yeah, well, there is a, um, um, there is, I think there's a band. That's what they do. They just do the elder. Two albums. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? That's They're, it? they're a the cover elder. band. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I would totally pay to see that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone even made an elder board game. Like they just handcrafted their own elder board game that I'd love to get my hands on. That album has so much mystique, especially like, you know, back in our, in, in, in like sound old here, but back in our days, pre-internet where you could just go find everything out. So there was always this mystique for the elder for me and, yeah. and the gate full with the story. I always, I always, for some reason had this like feeling that there was like, maybe they made a movie and it didn't get released or maybe yeah. there's a story to this or something. Cause it just seems so for, for, for as bubblegum as Kiss had become, it just almost became too smart. It was always like, there, 
they must have stole this idea from somebody or maybe it's yeah. from an old novel or something or you know the way the songs <laughs> all tie in i don't know and of course there's nothing yeah know, there's like, nothing. well <laughs> there is a strip there is a script out there and oh I've no read, way i've read i've read excerpts from it there was a, a pod, kiss podcast that actually I don't know if they hired actors or whatever they did, but they read through the script. So they took bits and pieces from the spoken word parts of the elder yeah. album and took the script. I gotta, I gotta find it and send it to you. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I get, ex I got nerd out over that shit. It almost seems like a Pink Floyd concert where they're telling a story. Well, that's yeah. kind of what they were trying to do. They were trying to go that route uh, at, at the worst possible time. Cause that stuff wasn't selling at that time. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> they're always like three or four years behind the curve. It yeah. Seems. <laughs> They probably just didn't know what to do. So they probably figured, well, let's see if this sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Paul, yeah, Paul was against the album. He he fought with oh, Ezra and like crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But the wrong album at the wrong time. Curly. <laughs> All right. So let's go into the first kiss album. Now, the first okay. kiss album. What you so did you when did you okay? Well. Todd probably heard the first Kiss album before us, potentially. Todd? Uh, well, you mean at Randy's? I don't know at Randy's, but like, that I was mean, kind you, of you first... were of that age where like, you should have been more aware of Kiss than, than Danny and I, I think. Like, was it was it cool in your circles at all? or You know what? I was more into Rush and Van Halen and Def Leppard and stuff like that. I was, Again, you know, give us head pins and stuff. What year are you talking? Todd, what year are you talking here? What era here? Ah, geez, early, be early eighties. Early eighties, yeah. Okay, yeah. So late seventies, I wasn't. What's your first recollection of Kiss? What do you first remember? Like mine? Yeah, that that Halloween show. Yeah, actually, it probably was. I saw them all dressed up, and I was like, "Well, what's this all about?" And then they had Elvira on there and then Paul in, and then they had, you know, the scary stories and these guys would be, I think they were in the skits from what I recall. And that was pretty much the, uh, the start of it. And okay. then no, no when, bands did that. Now I don't like, know if, if, if I had seen the alive album before that or after that, but then again, when was that album made? It would have been before the special. Yeah. It was 75 by a couple of years. Yeah. 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 It wasn't, it was probably around the same in a couple of years i guess that i heard that uh, the alive album versus um the, the halloween special yeah and, and what was your thoughts when you when you like because i mean you're into pro more progressive rock like what did you think of the sound well be honest it was <laughs> I, I think it was more flash not flash in the pan but it was there was more it was more of visual entertainment uh the music uh, and like I've said before, when it comes to lyrics and songs, um, I've never really listened to the lyrics. It's always been the music. Are you still playing with the love guns or yeah, every once yeah. in a while? They're, Sorry about that. Uh, we did a few shows. Uh, well, it's been two years now, obviously. Uh, we did. Uh, we had a good run. We did about like six shows um, a few years ago. And then obviously everything shuts down. So uh, so hopefully, hopefully next next year. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, Danny uh, used to play the, in a band called the Love Guns, I believe. It's called as the basis is Gene. So so he is definitely a fan. <laughs> and uh, and he, yeah, there's, I, I'm going to share some videos, songs. too, so you, so you guys can see uh, Danny in action. There's, there's some good videos <laughs> on YouTube there to watch. And he does. You do a mean Gene. 
for sure. Yeah, for sure. Do my best. Unfortunately, uh, you don't have a big enough pot around the middle to compete with Gene. You don't really look like Gene anymore. Actually, no, you look more like Gene and Gene looks less like Gene. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of going for the for the uh, the reunion tour. Yeah. Gene. Yeah, that's he was probably lean age, back then, man. My age bracket. Oh, yeah, they really all got shape. Oh, they yeah. looked good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. First Kiss album. So Todd, you you might recognize some of these song titles, and a lot of this was on a live. So it's got Strutter, Nothing yep. to Lose, Yep, Firehouse, Yep, Cold Gin, Yep, Let Me Know. Mm, I not know that one. If I heard it, I recognize it. Uh, Kiss in Time, Deuce, uh, Deuce, Yep, uh, the love theme from Kiss. What? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that one. The love theme from Kiss. <laughs> yep. A hundred thousand years. Yep. And Black Diamond. Yeah. That's album number one. Pretty man. Uh, that's stacked. Like, oh. That is so stacked. That's a, that's a oh. good album. Oh yeah, it's killer. It's killer. It, it, I, I honestly, Sean, I think it was our number one. Yeah, I think uh, so. Now, now that I'm looking, at, yeah, I, I think it was too. <laughs> yeah. What do you say about that? Anyway, you, you can't. Yeah. Um, and I think you heard like they they had they done demos with Eddie Kramer that are out there that you can hear and is basically mo well, most of these songs. And uh, what do you, the production quality on that? I, I really like the production quality on the demos better because Eddie Kramer is, he's, he's a God, like he's so yeah. good. He's so good. But do, what do you, what, what's your thought like between the Eddie Kramer demos versus the actual first kiss album? Uh, I like, honestly, I like a lot of Ace's solos, uh, uh, from the Eddie Kramer one. There's some, some of them are a little different and yes. probably just cause I've heard the other ones so many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, now the version I had, because again, we're going back to bootleg tapes, cassettes, right? Yep. Uh, the version I had, I don't know if it was not that we would ever buy a bootleg. We don't support bootlegging no. here. Oh. Mm -mm. No. Definitely wink, not. wink. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, I, Mine was it. It was at, at standard pitch, so I don't know if it was sped up. Oh, so okay. Didn't sound right to me. Okay. They, they sounded too good. They sounded too. I liked the slight little, not not drag, but half a step down just has a certain. Sure. Uh, anyway, so that was the one thing. Now I don't know if it, I, I still don't know to this day. I've never looked. I never looked into it. Was my copy just a sped up version? Yeah. Uh, uh, from from a cassette kind of thing. But uh, but uh, overall, I, I I think I I liked his. I will say that the first record has a certain sound that yep. is nice and clean. Mm -hmm. There's lots of room. There's lots of air. The dynamics are still there. Uh, uh, the guitar tones are good. The bass tones good. Considering the year and all that, you know, and and who these guys were, you know, they were nobody with no budget, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm I'm totally okay with with the first album the way it is. I'm just looking up. I'm trying to remember who produced that album now because uh, they they hired a, they hired somebody. Yeah. Uh, I'm just pulling it up here. Uh, uh, Kenny Kerner and Richie Wise. Yeah, they did the first couple, didn't they? First three. Um, no, actually, we'll we'll get into that once we get into okay. the other two. But yeah. uh, anyway. it, it was um, I don't because this now. was recorded in New York, I believe, and the yes. second one was recorded in L.A. or somewhere yeah. somewhere California. And there's a whole bunch of stories about what happened during the recording of that. If you've read any Kiss books, which I've 
think I might have read maybe two. <laughs> There's a whole bunch over there. I don't know if you can see <laughs> I have them. them all. I'm sure. Um, I, I will say that I own all four of the Kiss biographies, like written by each of the four. Yeah. And yeah, I, I only kept Peters and Aces. I I uh, sold the other two. Um. Yeah. And Paul's I sold. Yeah. Because I'm like, so, okay, I don't need to read this again. Paul's I actually didn't even buy. I just waited for the audio book because oh. he was re- he reads it himself. Yeah. But it makes it worse because that, that him, makes it worse. You hear him complain the whole time in his own voice, so it's like <laughs> it's almost worse. <laughs> I also have an Ace uh, biography, not written by Ace as well, called uh, oh, yeah? Kiss and Tell, which is really good. It, it covers a lot of his Mega Force years and all that stuff. Oh no way! It it's not available anymore, but I should huh. send it your way. It's yeah. it's fucked up. Ace's book is so good. I love it. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, so Todd here. Todd knows the tracks. Yep. Who who wants to go first? Who wants? To, so which song would you skip on this album? And it, it, it's I got to be limited to one. You might hate more than one song, but what is the absolute stinker okay. of this album? So I want to put something in the... It, now, is it because at this point in our life, uh, after listening to this record for friggin' 20-whatever years, that I'm just kind of done with this song now and I skip over? Or is it I always felt this way, looking at it, how it stands up to the test of time now, hmm. it's still is not good? Or You like, know what? How- Maybe give me both. I'm curious okay. because it, it did change for me on this album for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, I'm going to go with kissing time. Okay. Um, reason being, I find that it doesn't fit with the record. It does obviously because it's kiss and, and it's got a lot of the rock and roll stuff and, Ace of Solo is really good in it, which is why it was really hard to throw this in the can. But uh, uh, it just, I find that you can tell it was recorded at another studio. You can tell it wasn't recorded at the same time as all these. It doesn't have the same. I, I believe this song wasn't included on the original version that no, was released either. No, it was they, done later because we need a single. So record this song. Well, it was that and they wanted promo, right? So yep. they did, they, it's a cover. So they re-recorded this Kissing Time song, and that's when they set up their Kissing Time booths across. They had a contest. So they launched the contest, and the concert, contest winners or something could go give Kiss a, a kiss or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they like played that, yeah. this song all over all the radio stations to promote the contest and the Kissing booths and great, all that. F- great fucking idea. Oh, no. I, that's a great idea. Uh, at that point, it totally makes sense. But as far as a song, when I'm listening to the, the groove of this record and getting into it, uh, uh, it was that or Love Theme from Kiss. But the one thing I like about Love Theme from Kiss is it really stands out. It's got harmonies in it. Uh, 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 it's just kind of an interlude. I don't know. It's, yeah. I, for some reason, I like it. Uh, anyway, so yeah. So if so, I had to pick one. Okay, so wait. So yeah, so it's one of those two. But is it one of those two based on when you first heard the album? And is it a different one now? Uh, it would be probably a different one now. Love Theme from Kiss probably would have been on my earlier list and and i loved it i learned how to play it i learned all the harmony guitar part with my friend and stuff that was cool but if you're at a party or you're trying to show someone what kiss <laughs> sounds like or, yeah like you know it doesn't it's so true because i remember playing this because i wanted to be cool and i was playing it to the cool kids and this song yeah. came on I'm like ah! yeah you gotta skip it. it right 
<laughs> so I thought Kissing Time really fit. It really had all the kiss elements and all that. But yeah. now when I listen to the record, I just find that, yeah, it, it sticks out a little bit. It's a little too poppy because the, the first record has a lot of edge to it. Uh, um, and uh, uh, they did give it a great kiss treatment. But yeah. to me, it's, yeah, it's in the can. Well, the, oh, so sorry. So Kissing Time then? That's Kissing that's, Time, yeah. Okay, for me, it's the same thing. <laughs> Oh, no way. <laughs> I liked Kiss. So at first, it was love theme from Kiss that I didn't like. Because, I mean, I wasn't a musician at the time. When I got into Kiss, I wasn't a musician. I didn't know how to play anything. Couldn't carry a tune, you know. And to me, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening in that song that I just wouldn't understand as a young kid. Yeah. Now, I understand what's happening in the song. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of a neat groove. And what yeah. Pete's playing on the drums and stuff. Totally. And, and uh you know the bass lines and shit i'm like this is kind of cool but what as so i didn't like that as a kid and love theme from kiss was was better because hey all four guys well i thought it was all four guys that were singing but it was only three but <laughs> but hey they're all sharing the lead vocal hey that's cool you yeah. know so I, to me that made it cooler but back then i didn't have a taste for it was just four guys in makeup singing and they're all singing together. So, you know, it was kind of Beatles ish, I guess. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And then it flipped. And, and the chorus does the whole kiss, you know, uh, shoulder. Yeah. You know, it totally fits in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's funny that we both know exactly what that shoulder was. <laughs> There's a feel to the song when you do that. You can just, I just see Peter doing that. Well, that's what, I mean? what Peter had that shuffle when he played all the <laughs> yeah. time. Right. Totally. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I love love theme from Kiss now, and I don't like Kissing Time anymore. So it, it flip flop for me. So Todd is going to have to make the ultimate determination of which right. song is the skipper of these two. Okay. Now you don't know either one, right? Which is great. I don't this, think so. This is going to be good. I wish we could play the fucking audio <laughs> to get Todd's reaction as it's playing. <laughs> but whatever. We're going to play it right now. I will edit this out so we don't get uh, Gene Gene Simmons uh, stop playing my stuff <laughs> my lawyers are coming after you now um, so we're going to play Kissing Time first Todd and you might recognize it when you hear it you just didn't know what it was called so let's okay. see alright so Todd has listened to both songs now okay uh, out of the two songs I would say the one that was the least bad for me was the, the instrumental one. Okay. The, was it the kiss, uh, the theme, theme song kiss. to kiss? Yeah. yeah. And there wasn't any lyrics to it. No, no. But, um, it was, it was quite repetitive, but I don't know. I, I didn't, the bubblegum thing just didn't really catch, catch on too much. From yeah, the bubblegum is probably the right. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to appeal to the girls. As Gene would say, right. girls, the girls. If anyone ever said it, they're in it for the music. They're what they say. They're 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 lying to you. It's all about the girls. Yeah. <laughs> what was that from? Yeah. Kiss exposed. Yeah, exactly. You can probably quote that whole fucking thing. <laughs> well, does we all do on that one. <laughs> does he do the washing machine with his tongue? Oh yeah, that's what he does. The washing machine. With his tongue. Yeah. Yes. In exactly. Coming closer. <laughs> Coming closer. Come on, honey. Come a little bit closer. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, yeah. God. Okay, well, we have picked the... Uh, so, so what, Love Theme from Kiss then, Todd? Yep. 
Yeah, that one's with the that's the no that's the no mic. he was saying the bubblegum one was oh, the bubble kissing gum. time was worse. Right? You said he said it was the least worst. Oh, okay. No, no, the instrumental one was the least worst. Yeah, that's what oh, I okay, thought. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is kissing time. Yeah, that, that song, the more I hear it, the less I like it, I guess. Yeah. Um, love well, Kiss, the more I listen to it, the more I like it, actually, because I just do 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 like it's fun. Well, now that we know who they are and now that we know what kind of musicians they are and, and their backgrounds and all that, it really stands out. Like, it's really like, oh, it's almost like they were trying, like, you know, it, uh, uh, Ace has said it many times, Gene wasn't a jammer. Like, you, you could never go, Gene, okay, let's go an extra six bars on end. He, like, no, yeah. go. No, so I always thought it was kind of cool that it seemed like, even though like you know, there's no jamming and you know, yeah. But yeah, it just seemed a little out of their comfort zone, which was kind of nice to, to hear. I was uh, waiting for Peter Frampton to kind of you know launch into there. God. Okay, let's go to album two. Okay, album two. What's album two, Danny? Hotter than hell. I'm actually typing album two. What is it, Danny? <laughs> God damn it. Hotter than I'm actually gonna pull up the the, the wiki page just to um I don't know. a Lipa. What's that have to do with KISS? Uh, here we go. Album, here we go. So this was, and this was released because their first album was released Todd, in 74. Um, October. The Casablanca. The first one? Uh, no, no. The second one. Second one, yeah. But the first one was released in 74 as well. Uh, but Hotter Than Hell was also released in 1974 at the end of the year in October. Yeah, they did two a year. Minimum two a year up until 79 was the first year they only did one album. No, yeah, you're right. At yeah. what point did they? Because they, they released some in, in was it Japan? Because because mm-hmm. if you get the Kiss album from Japan, isn't it? It's it's made. You know, it's got their their language on the actual album, don't they? Oh no, they just did that on the cover for for harder than, than hell. hell. Yeah, they just did that for for fun. Uh, and then Crazy Nights, they did it again. I think. Yeah, uh, Crazy Nights. Yeah, it was on the drum on uh, Eric's drums. Yeah. The kiss, but no, two, two, two a year until until seventy nine. Yeah, Pretty so, impressive. so they basically back then it's like, look, if you release an album and it does, doesn't do sales wise what it's supposed to do, you go back and do another <laughs> one and try again. Like that was kind of the mentality back in the seventies. Um, but also, if you release an album that did really well, you want to release another one right away to capitalize on the success of the first one. So you just released albums all the time. You know, it, it was crazy. Oh yeah. Well, if you look at the short window of of recording "Dress to Kill" to finishing D- "Destroyer," yeah. Uh, so you have "Dress to Kill," you have "Alive," and you have "Destroyer," all within under a two year period. Yeah. Uh, pretty friggin' that that'd be a crazy year, you know. And then they had to go in and, and do all the overdubs for "Alive" too. Like that's well, that's what I'm saying. Record "Dress to Kill." Jesus all the work do the touring record all because you know there it was a few different shows record all those shows figure out which ones to do do all that work 
go in, do the overdubs, uh, redo all the parts that they had to do. Uh, um, um, and then so like, digital, so everything takes, everything takes longer. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a lot of it's redos, obviously. They can't just fix and drag and, you know. Depends uh, how good you were with that uh, that razor blade, you know, yeah. at, at splicing. Like, if you weren't good, you're just re-recording the whole part again. Well, I, I knew that the vo- most of the vocals were had been redone uh, just because, you know, Paul's doing oh, this right, all yeah. the time. Yeah. But uh, Eddie Kramer, uh, uh, a good friend of mine, Chris, uh, is a kiss nut. And he met Eddie somewhere and they were talking. Did? what's that he met eddie yeah Hopper? yeah Holy yeah shit. i think was it on was it on the joe bonamassa cruise because he was playing with matt anderson or it was something like that he was somewhere and anyway and eddie kramer told him pretty much the only vocals kept from alive are peter chris's what he goes to that he said it pisses me off when they tell it when they say that peter can't sing he goes and he's the only tracks that we were able to keep from alive i love that Fuck, I love Coming that. from Eddie Kramer. Yeah. There's some inside info. Because they always <laughs> yeah. shit on Peter. It's like, dude, exactly. that's the only guy in the band that had natural everything. It was they just shit on the Peter that let them down, the, the late 70s Peter, yeah. you know. But you watch any footage from that, you watch any concert, like, you know, I have a few, like, well, now they're all out anyway, Cobo Hall and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on fire, man. He's yeah, he awesome. Is. You know? He is the standout musician in that, oh, in, in that era. He, you know, he's he's not just dragging around. He's not trying as hard as he can to get everyone's attention. You know yeah. what I mean? He just has a natural energy and a flow yeah. and a push, you know? Did of you course, hear- a little cocaine that has something to do with well, that. Sure. Uh, did you hear, about, did you hear yeah. about Eric Singer folding laundry at, uh, at a recent show? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, Eric Singer is no Peter Chris, but uh, the, the rumor is <laughs> that... Um, during a point of the show, because he's dresses up as the cat man, right? There's a point yeah. of the show where he didn't need to play. Like it was, I don't know, Paul talking to the audience or whatever. And he's fucking folding his, his, his fucking <laughs> towels. You know, it's like, you know, we're not doing so good in this tour. So I need people to start multitasking certain tasks and we can't hire <laughs> the people that do our laundry. So Eric, while you're behind the kit there during a pulp rap, I need you <laughs> to fold all our towels for us. And oh make sure you separate God. the blues and the reds because we don't want the color to bleed. But there's <laughs> apparently somebody saw him doing that. There's also another video of um, uh, on Pot of Thunder. They talked about this kiss, this kiss tribute band that was playing. And uh, the drummer was having a fucking sandwich while he was playing. <laughs> Probably they'd have a clothesline, you know, on the Marshall stacks behind him. Oh my god! Like the, you know, like fuck, man. Wait till the end of your set, dude. You're only playing 25 minutes. I came right after work, man. Give me a break. Got to carb up. <laughs> Make up up in the car, man. Give me a break. <laughs> Do you remember that time, Todd, uh, our band, uh, the, the Classic Embers? I'm not going to name names, but uh, our old band, Classic Embers, there was a guy in it, and we were playing at, at a venue. And partway through the set, he just walked off because he saw he saw a lady, and he just walked off the stage. And we're, our rhythm guitar player just walked away and just, maybe I said too much. Maybe I've indicated who that might be. But anyway, he just walked <laughs> off the stage in the middle of our set. At uh, at at the uh, university venue, and he just like, mm, uh, okay, <laughs> <You> done. <laughs> Remember that? <time? laughs> 
I that's I vaguely remember that. I was really sick when uh, when we played that show. That was a weird show, but anyway, yeah. whatever. Good stage though. <laughs> I I had my fucking striped pants on, and I don't know striped pants like as a front man, like of course, right? Get to stick out. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, hey, so okay, so album. Right. So you were right. Same production team. They did the okay. first album, but they moved to LA. So they all went to LA because that's where uh, Kerner and Wise were. And um, while they were out there, this is one of the few times that Paul Stanley actually got drunk. And the photo sessions they had for the, the back of the album um, were recorded in LA. Uh, and there was lots of ladies around and lots of drinking. And there was a story in Ace's, I don't know if it was in Ace's book or the one that he didn't write where they talk about that Gene was so fucked or sorry, Paul was so fucked up on whatever he had taken that uh, the men there were going to have their way with him while he was like completely out of it. And Paul, <laughs> Ace is the one that, that saved him, I think, or maybe it was Peter. Yeah, I think it's in Ace's book. The is it? Okay. I think so, yeah. But yeah, Paul never... Um, never drank after that, I guess. Well, he does now, but as it with his fish and his his uh, low carb, whatever. But anyway, yeah, I, I had heard that he likes to have a glass. He he always liked to have a glass of wine here or there. Yeah, but he he didn't. You know, he knew Gene was really pushing the no the the no anything, and uh, he just kind of you know went with it. But you know, uh, when you when you hear when you read in his book about what a recluse he is and stuff. Uh, and you know, um, how we always felt alone often, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that, you know, kind of probably think that if he likes to have a glass of wine every now and again, he probably would, you know? Yeah. 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 Loosen him up a bit. And also Ace, I think wrecked his face. Wasn't half his face. Like they only put makeup on half the face or something because he got in a car accident. So they were, so they actually had to do a mirror effect. You didn't hear that one. They had to do a mirror effect to get the makeup on the other side. Cause he had, I don't know if he had bandages or, or whatever, but uh, he had to do a mirror effect. Cause he could only put makeup on half his face. Or maybe I don't remember it. it okay. I can't remember what book I read that from. I, in true. I don't know if it's true or not. I, yeah, I have that's so many stories and everyone has a kiss story and yeah. it may not be true. Um, you know, but anyway, so this album sounds dramatically different than the first one. Big time. Um, and in fact, there's moments in this CD where, I don't know, there's like weird, not echoes, but like, wah, wah, like just these weird, they've re, they've since remastered it. I guess in the last 20 years, they've remastered it, but the original version of it was horrible. And when they did the remasters, I did buy the new Hotter Than Hell, like, because like, I hope to hell to get rid of that squeak. Yeah, just the overall, the overall sound of it is really... Uh... There's only one. It's, it, it reminds me of almost like Metallica because Kill 'Em All has a great, dry, natural, good sound, and then Ride the Lightning sounds like hotter than hell does. It just sounds the opposite, compressed and very distant, and yeah. and, and I don't know. It's just it's just kind of weird. It really oh, there's uh, there's a lack of feel there. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of these songs suffer because of it, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 my stinker, maybe it's because of that, you know. Maybe on a different day with a different producer in a different studio, it's not a stinker, you know. If this one was produced well, this would have sounded potentially 
could have sounded better than the first album. Yeah. Potentially. So this is, is it like John Bonham's, you know, when you listen to some of the, the songs, you can hear the squeak of his actual, you know. The no, this is, this is something in the recording. Like they did a lot of kind of different stuff. Like Ace has a, a, a in strange ways, he's got really cool, uh, I don't know, flander or phaser or something, but really deep and a wide oh, yeah, sweep on, on it. Uh, and uh, and they're it, it's a different kind of an album, so I think they were maybe experimenting a little bit. Uh, well, they but they, maybe the engineer didn't have any experience mixing rock songs. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> it was. It just has was. Uh, it just has a di- and 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 you know like uh, uh, maybe, maybe it's L.A. You know I don't know. <laughs> just had a completely but, different sound. Let, let's uh, yeah. Todd's gonna see you very shortly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so my my uh my stinker on this one if i had to pick one this is by far not my favorite album but some of the songs on it are some of my all-time favorite kiss songs yep it's a great album that way um but uh so i'm gonna go with uh with mainline okay peter chris song uh it just i just is it a peter chris song though well, I don't know. He's singing it. I'm probably no. He obviously didn't write it. Um, but uh, uh, I just find that it's 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 a mainline. Main yeah, actually, mainline uh, single writer Paul Stanley. Oh no way! Okay. Yeah, I just find it's a mail-in. It's a it's a mail-in band performance. It's yeah. a mail-in song. It just sounds like oh, okay. Well, we got to get more Peter off. something to sing. Yeah, what do you got, Paul? You got another song you could just throw in? It just doesn't have any kind of pizzazz or charisma. Yeah. To me. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. That was almost mine. It was very, very close. There's two songs that are, are big sinkers. But I, I think I like Mainline a little bit better than this other one. And you probably already know what the other one is. Let me, can you guess? All the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now the only thing is an all the way Ace solo is killer. Uh, they have the start stop. There's mm-hmm. they're trying to do some hooks. Mainline to me is just I'm not trying to argue your point. I'm saying oh, no, same yeah. thing. I, I I had all the way too, and I was like, oh, but the solo is good. They're trying at least. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. So I, I don't want to change your your mind though. No, 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 no. Saying, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I I to be honest, I skip both of those every time. <laughs> Well, and they're back to back too, right? So yeah. it's an easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just so Todd knows, just so you recognize that some of the songs on here, this album's got "Got to Choose." Ooh, got to choose. <laughs> anyway, oh, I parrot. thought that was "Akachu." I thought that's what he was saying. <laughs> I thought he was sneezing. I thought that... it's an Acadian song called "Akachu." Akachu. <laughs> 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 da, 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 da. Yeah, that's that one. Um, it's got Parasite on there, which is a ace song that he does not sing on. Um, Going Blind, uh, Hot, Hotter Than Hell, the, the lead track. Let Me Go Rock and Roll, which was the uh, rock and roll all night before there was a rock and roll all night. Um, all the Way, Main Line, uh, Watching You, uh, coming, coming Home, and Strange Ways. So, what's your favorite song on here? I'm curious. Me? Yeah. Oh God. Um, my favorite song. 
like okay here, here's a great idea here a great example hotter than hell i like it on a live better because i don't like the recording on this yeah i i find it drags a little bit mm-hmm. too yeah it actually the, the tempo's wrong yeah the tempo's wrong uh so not uh pro- on this probably i don't know man i'm a big parasite i, I love parasite watching you is great so not kiss yeah uh, it just has a really cool feel um let me go rock and roll again on, on this album. It's not whatever, but the on live, live version of let me go rock oh, and roll is so good. It's great. Uh, so I would probably say between parasite and, and watching you probably parasite had to pick one. Well, I don't know. Todd knows so that. So good. I think Todd yeah. may have tried to play. Anthrax that covered it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Gave it a little, little extra life in the nineties. Yep. Um, I like Strange Ways. I didn't like it originally. Oh, I love Strange it, Ways. But now it's my favorite song on this album. Oh, yeah. One it's, big it's, solo that just, it's otherworldly. And he's melting the speakers singing with too. the solo. What's that? He's melting the speakers with that solo yeah. almost. Like, it just seems like his amp is just about to like yeah. burn up. Yeah. I just picture Peter sitting back, the pair of shades cruising down. Like, I don't know. It's just such a good tune. Yeah. I do like that Peter singing on this one. And I think if Paul had sang it, for example, or something, I think it would have been lacking. And, and maybe and if Paul would have sang Mainline, song, right? Maybe if Paul would have sang Mainline, maybe it would have been a, a better tune. You, you know, know what? Mainline. I think it would have been. I think it would have um, Okay, so Todd needs to know what these two songs are. You got them yes. up there, Todd? So one song was called All The Way? Yeah, I got them up. Or I'm getting one up so far. Okay. Which one you got there? Yeah, so I think yeah, all the way I think is better than all right. The ma- main line. So main line is the is the crap. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Danny, you're the one with the timeline. Do we got time to do one more album? Let's do one more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the next album is Dress to Kill. Which yeah. not an easy one to pick. No. They're all, they're all dressed in suits, right? Yeah. yeah. This is uh, this is like a. This album is so good. Um, it, it's an album with not a lot of stinkers on it. And uh, I don't know. I, I, the, they, they definitely fixed the production from the last album. Yeah. It's, it, this one here to me sounds like they left where they left off from the first. Yeah. It's like it goes back to uh, where it should be. So Neil Bogart produced this album. And I think the whole idea was we need to save money. We're going to use our own guy instead of, Hiring someone else, look, the first two albums didn't sell what they needed to, you know. Yeah, and I, and I can't imagine anyone was all that thrilled when they heard the just the audio quality yeah. of the mix and everything from Hotter Than Hell. Yeah. Oh, it was just garbage. I, yeah. I, I'd still like them. I'd like to see them go back and tweak it. You if think if they could, they would have already. Yeah, well, if, yeah, because there's money to be made. Of course yeah. they would have done it. Yeah. They could. yeah. And what happened? What happened to the platform shoes? On this album? Well, those, they got rid of those. Them. Are, they kept those the are makeup. All, those are all borrowed suits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're all borrowed suits. But I would have thought the suits, even wearing the suits, they would have had the boots on, but I guess. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, the the, the rather Neil Bogart suits are uh 
Um, okay, here we go. While the album cover depicts Kiss in business suits, the only member of the band who actually owned one was Peter Chris. <laughs> the suits worn on the cover by the rest of the band were owned by Bill Coin. Bill Coin, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where those came from. And it looks like some of them don't really fit that well. Like Gene, Gene Jeans doesn't fit at all. No, <laughs> it's incredibly uncomfortable in there. This before yeah. this was before skinny jeans with the thing because this yeah, was back exactly. in the seventies with bell bottoms. <laughs> I have to say, you know, Pete looks pretty good in that suit, man. Yeah, it actually fits him. So, yeah. Well, this is this album's not to be confused with the album by Two Cents. Also has <laughs> dress to kill. Yes. <laughs> so the the so the songs on here, Todd. You, you, I think you might recognize less on this one. So uh, opening track is Room Service, Two Timer, Ladies in Waiting, Getaway, Rock Bottom, Come On and Love Me, Anything for My Baby, She, Love Her All I Can, and Rock and Roll All Night. Hmm. So you got one, two, three, four, four from alive. Oh, yeah, what? Four, yeah, four from alive. So this, Todd, this is the album they, they did right before they did alive. Okay. So same year, 75. Yeah. Just to put you in the, where, where we're at here. Okay. Uh, so my two, my two, my one is a toss up between two. I went back and forth. Uh, I made the list today without listening to anything, just going on what I, what I felt from memory and just the tunes, you know, obviously all the tunes are in my head track by track, you know? Uh, uh, and then when I drove home from work, then I listened to them all to make sure that I was satisfied with my decisions. And then I was like, ah, so I wrote down, I wrote down two timer, but I think I might change it to ladies in waiting. Ooh, so it's kind of between those two. Yeah, just, I think. No, sorry, sorry. Now I'm listening to them again. Two timer for sure. And I know, and I, I totally have the idea why. So yeah, two timer is definitely the okay. sticker. Okay. Uh, for me. Maybe it's not a popular decision. Rock and roll all night. And because yeah. it is so overplayed, it's so everywhere. And okay, so now we're I going like, in. I liked it at the time, I think. I like it wasn't a skipper at the time. But just later, it's like, oh my God, can you guys just play another song? Because it's the only song that we get played on the radio, the, like the live version. And this version is not as good as the live version. And it's just, it's just overplayed. It's not, is it a bad song? No, but I just, I just, I skip it just because I just, I can't mm -hmm. anymore. I know it's their signature song and it's, you know, what made them all the money, but I just, I, I can't handle it anymore. And it's, it's purely for that reason. Um, I love two timer. <laughs> the only issue so I have. Fucking odd. Well, see, it's the, the, the problem I have with it is that it comes in too slow. The time is it's too oh, slow coming oh. from room service. Yeah. But ladies in waiting, the lyrics are so terrible that it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, so I'm, I'm my uncle was a raft. I think it might have been written around that time. 
Okay, yeah, listen, listen, listen. Go What's that? Uh, time? Go ahead. So, so I will agree with you though. Uh, I will admit that even in the peak of my Kiss fandom, just uh, uh, session with them, uh, I did skip rock and roll all night, only because. A, I would just, I knew I was going to listen to a live that day or the next day anyway. Ah, okay. So I would just hear rock and roll night there. The other reason is because the splice drives me nuts. There's a bad splice when the chorus comes in. On rock and roll and, night? Yeah. When the, I don't uh, listen to the song. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's just a pinch off and it just always... You're getting into the, you know, like yeah. Peter's going, the tambourine's going, and then when the, all the gang vocals come in, it's just, it's, I don't know. To me, it sounds like a bad. Spice. I was wondering, just, yeah, I was wondering if that was intentional. You know, well, like, I don't it's, know. It's so I've, fucking odd, but I'm like, you know, yeah. I like, just think the band that not that the good, were they? Or I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know. so that always bothered me. Uh, so Todd, you should listen to it and tell me what, tell us what you think, but yes, uh, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with two timers the, as the stinker. I think I can't disagree with you on you saying it's a bad song. I like it cause it's a deep track. I know it's not good and that's what I enjoy about it. But should it, should it be number two, right after something as kick-ass as room service? No, that's, absolutely that's, not. That's the biggest no. problem, right? I, so I think me, love her all I can or, um, she, or, Come on and love me is a second track is way room service is a good starting track because it's like yeah oh, it's pretty good but you need to Get go one step good, higher yeah you need to go a step higher yeah so right. anyway let's okay yeah. I've I've listened I've I've been listening to two timer while you guys have been talking and I also listened a little bit to that rock and roll all night uh, two timer is almost like uh, it's like kiss why don't you do something that sounds like Leonard Skinner. That, that's kind of like the <laughs> the type of, of music that it sounds like, which, okay. which is kind of out of sync with what they would normally do, I guess. Yeah. Uh, now, Rock and Roll Night, I like the song. I mean, the live version, I think, probably is better. But com- between Two Timer and Rock and Roll, I would say Two Timer is the one that should be in the... I think Todd's got to listen to Ladies in Waiting, too, just to see how bad it is. Yeah. And again, I love it. Because the lyrics are absolutely horrendous. I know. I like fits like a glove because the lyrics are absolutely horrendous. I, I know it's not in this album, but the, some people hate fits like a glove. And the reasons people hate is the reason I love that song. Ah, oh, the riff is so good. Oh, yeah. Okay, Todd, are you putting uh, Ladies in Waiting in? Yeah, I'm just going to tune it up. Just call this podcast Cue Ball Corner. Cue <laughs> <laughs> Ball Corner, I like it. My favorite song on this album is actually is actually Getaway. Getaway's room service is good. Getaway is good. Come on and love me. To oh me yeah, is, I, I know. That's there's so many great songs like she, she I love her like, all I can. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, love actually. Oh maybe love her all I can is my favorite. Oh, it, that's one of my favorites for sure. The yeah. solo, the drums, everything, man. It's yeah. So They're come on and fire. love me was was written by Paul Stanley in under an hour. Really? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Tra- track also appears in the live version of Alive. Yeah. Because it was inspired by the movie like, blues song Question. Yeah. Huh. Back then, they had to write songs quick anyway, right? So it's like, oh, yeah. move the riff on the couch. Go Back in. Back of a pizza box. 
and, yeah. and then back then sometimes like paul and gene would like in the beatles way like hey gene what do you think of this and gene's like well i think that sounds pretty good like you could why don't you just uh tune it up like one step or and they would actually give each other feedback and not give each other credit like they did that all the time you know yeah just that well, they, they knew they're gonna make all the money between the two of them anyway so whatever yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so cool so, todd you you went with two timer then i believe yeah that yeah. was the yeah I that was the two. stinker right so I, I think i think that's good doing three albums at a time i i think i want to do this again do three more do it again do three more and it's going to be fun doing some 80s ones at some point yeah i think that would be fun because there's a lot of stinkers in the 80s but there's some gems it, too it'd be harder to pick the ones in the 80s because you're picking through more yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah very true now you don't look like you don't look at the 80s like i do Oh man, Love Gun. What am I gonna pick? There's so many good songs. I'm looking at Dress to Kill. It's like, ah, oh, what, what, what? I feel like I like I have to like give away one of my kids. Like, well, which one? Uh, well, you can go. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you're almost <laughs> off to college anyway. So, <laughs> um, and, and but but there's some bad ones too. You know for sure. Yeah. Well, I th- I'm gonna let awesome. you go to bed, dude. And yeah, we're, awesome we, we got a minute left. So, uh, and anything to pitch? uh nope nothing right now nothing right now i'll uh, put some links to uh some uh of your love guns online so people can uh, see you rock out and i'll put a few other links there divorcees and other stuff that you've done cool awesome thanks man and we'll awesome. thank you for having me love you bud yeah, yeah see you guys soon love love you guys. Guys. talk to you later bye, bye. 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 bye.